this is true buzz that mary j now we ain't new to this from my stoners and from my cannabis enthusiasts never heard a show as good as this uh, number one it's the best bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis business owners to growers even artists you know of so sit back and just roll up perfect show for my smokers true buzz hey Hey, it's feeling good today. <laughs> we got uh, Taylor Penelope Hall in the building for the True Bud Show podcast. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> about to have some fun. Got a little piruana displayed here. So, you know, I this is crazy. We were talking right before the podcast kicked yeah. off. I usually would drop like three videos a week. And I haven't done a piece of content in like a month and a half. So thank you for being part of the first I'm, one here. I'm so excited. And I'm so excited that it's for this. I thought like when we met and you were talking about it, I was sure this was already a large part of your channel because it's it's a cool project. Thank you. It's about to become a lot larger part. And yeah, so l let me just talk a little bit about the Pirwana and then we can see where yeah. the conversation goes, you know, for people tuning in. So Pirwana is the first the world's first live strain specific psychotropic spirit made from a premium fresh frozen flower and uh, never any distillate. You know, that's where we're changing the game. And it's an educational based product because everybody loves smoking the good buds. You know, everybody's, oh, give me the most fire stuff. But for some reason, edibles, ingestibles are just kind of lacking behind, you know, they're just, yeah. they're just, they're coming there. And that's where no, we're pushing true. an envelope here and saying, you know, this is the fresh frozen flower. This is mm -hmm. the purest expression of the plant you can get without combustion. Yeah pure expression, pure experience, as it says right here. So I guess the best way to talk about it is just to pour some up. Yeah. So um, let's do, uh, I'll pour this in here. This is XJ13. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just going to pour them all up. So this is uh, yeah. Super Lemon Haze. Okay. This is the four strains we have currently. This is the Venom OG. We just got a really nice Indica. And then if you wouldn't mind just putting that yeah. Blue Dream in that last one. Ooh. And it dissolves really well. Still recommend giving it a little, a little stir. stir in each here. Now give that, once I stir that blue dream, mm -hmm. give it a little smell there. Okay. Because once you do, I'm so excited. It, it smells like the fresh flower. Oh my God, that is insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Now, yeah, like just a little venom here side by side. Give that one a little yeah. sniff. And this is what really like blows people's minds. Like, whoa that's amazing and like so we have three different potencies the blue dream you put in there is 2.5 milligrams uh -huh. the super lemon haze is the yellow is five milligrams and then our reds the xj and venom are 10 milligrams i literally love that and i feel like those are perfect especially for the concept of what you have here it's really cool what what do you think would be your ideal dose um i have a pretty high tolerance so i would probably do the tens and i'd probably have anywhere from like four to six because i okay. I, <laughs> I can usually do up to like 100 milligrams of edibles at least nice yeah and the cool thing about these is it kicks in right away and I bet it's a lot stronger too. So I would probably, I would probably stick to like four. <laughs> Do you want, you want to try the XJ or the Venom? Um, I'm down for what I want to try both. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. We'll set these over. I'll set this yeah. XJ your oh, way. Thank you. Yeah. And then I'll set the Venom right there as well for you. And I'll just sip on a little super lemon haze. Mm. It's just crazy that like, I've, I've had so many, you know, videos and podcasts about ingestibles and edibles, mm -hmm. but 
I've never had one that's this clean, you know, and it has that strain specific effect. It's you it's can pretty... barely taste it. It's it's like uh when they make lavender rose water, it's more like it's very subtle, but it's there. It's really nice. And the smell is that's what's there. The smell is very important. And yeah, the taste that's why I like to say the taste is pretty subtle, uh, refreshing. Mm -hmm. Cause people be like, wait, it tastes like weed? I'm like, no, it's not like those shitty edibles you used no. to buy back in the day or that I'll, I'll even make homemade edibles still and that taste like trash. Cause yeah. I'm using trim and shake. Yeah. I know, and that's the thing too, is I, I love making edibles, but I was even just talking about that with um a good friend that I get a lot of my weed from as well. And he was like, No, you should get the shake. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like if you want premium edibles, like you should use quality flour, you know, at least and quality products. And that's why I loved like I didn't really fully understand everything that you were talking about when we met. Like I didn't understand the science behind the distillates and all of that because I'm still pretty new to that. And I was only recently like getting into dabbing and wax and shatter and all of that. So uh, I don't know. It's, it's pretty cool. It like totally makes more sense to me now. Um, the whole process, at least. Yeah. And that's and that's what I like to say, too, because I really think this is the future of cannabis in so many ways um you know whether it's just changing from people you know wanting to go to a lounge you know like wanting to go to a bar you know or uh ceo matt brilliant guy really knowledgeable has been in the game for so long and he, he has a vision of you know piruana being up next to a bottle of gray goose in the bars in the future like oh let me get a piruana and it's and it's really I like love that and i know you're really health conscious so it's tell me a little funny. about that yeah no that's funny because I, I was talking about it with a, a new friend earlier um <laughs> i have always wanted to make um like a cannabis mall essentially where um or like a stoner safe haven where instead of like going to a bar after work or going I don't know, going anywhere where you just feel like you want to blow off some steam, but, you know, maybe it's just like a, a whole new environment and the concept of it would be kind of like a gym where you go in and you get your membership and then uh, if you've been there before, then you kind of sign in like the Metro and you'll sign in and go through like this cool trippy tunnel and then get through and it will just be like a huge like Mall of America, but for cannabis and just have like everything for every kind of stoner you know like a library with like cool hammocks and make it like a cool reading nook and um i wanted to do like a candy shop but like a health conscious one and all edibles and like just different dosages like cbd edibles you know maybe even just candy and cakes and stuff for people to munch out on um and then like a theater for ted talks and movies with like bean bags and i was even thinking like cannabis infused popcorn like just different you could literally make whatever you wanted and it's it's so cool and that's what i was like loving about this was i had always wanted to make um a mocktail with cannabis so that you could get high instead of drunk and i just like love that it's like there you guys did the science it's dope and now it's like with the smell you were talking about the scents and of different strains i think with essential oils you could totally like open that up as well and add a bunch of different healing properties included to what's already there with the thc so and I think I, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I love all that. And I love, you know, yeah. where your head's at with that awesome idea. Yeah. Si sign me up to be there. 
It, yeah, I mean, I love everyone I've been meeting so far. Like anyone who's down, I want I want them to be a part of it, you know? And that's how we feel with the, the Piruana. And that's, I mentioned to you before, we're doing yeah. events monthly now. I'm ex I'm definitely going to be <laughs> at those. It's it's going to, this first one's going to be sick, like a pool rented out, a little tiki bar set up. It'll be a blast. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll get you an invite and people listening or watching, you can just go mm -hmm. to Piruana.com and we have an option like, oh, I want to go to an event. And we can yeah. just sign up. We'll keep you in the loop or hit me up at Jack at True Buds TV. Drop a comment. I'll hook you up, whatever, you know. Yeah. But that's what it's all it. about. And that's why Creating I love. community. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think that's what creates, like, I think that's what makes cannabis so special. And honestly, I've been noticing with, like, dispensaries and stuff, like, there's just so many different new strains coming out, like so many new products hitting the market. And, um, you know, I think as much as it is fun to like get a new top shelf strain and it's like super sticky and smells great. And like if it smokes great, cool. But I've also been noticing like maybe because of lab testing or just like because it's grown in a lab, it just has been giving me like headaches personally. And I've I've just noticed that like sun grown organic has been like everyone I've shared it with too. Like they've been like, whoa, this tastes amazing. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know what strain it is. It just works. It gets me high. And I think that's a common misconception too about weed is like people think there are these different strains. And I think there's like a lot of classic strains that, you know, hold true to indica or sativa uh, descriptions of like, you know, the high or the effect on you. But, you know, I think just like how it smells um, to each person, it's going to like have a different effect. And that's why if it smells a cool rule of thumb is like if it smells good to you, it's probably something that your body needs, you know. And if it doesn't, then, you know, that's probably not going to be uh, the strain for you. So I don't know. All of that's And that's what. It's cool. I think people are too scared to approach cannabis, but like there you there's just so many different things out there to try and I think that's what's scary about it. But honestly, if you keep it simple, it's it's actually a really great experience. Like I think stick to like CBD, you know, salves and um maybe the CBD pens, but honestly, I think natural is the way to go like i'm usually only smoking joints like i don't really believe in vape pens and all that stuff like this is a cool product because it's it's the flower itself literally just frozen until you get what you can from it and then turn it into another way to get high <laughs> well it's funny you say that too with the vaping because um i've had people say with this product like oh i I love vaping's my go-to, but now with this, I'll take this just because it hits a little quicker. You yeah. know, you don't gotta you don't gotta wait yeah. around. But I'm just, and I love when people say they love flour because I'm always a huge flour guy, and I'm like, well, this product right here is still for you too. You know, it's yeah. like, and it's crazy the way different people, and I'm sure you've seen it. You know, mm -hmm. interacting with customers more like on yeah. a bud tending side, but it's just yeah. like seeing what people love and even work in some of these like well and that's the thing too that i want to say about like bud tending and what i've noticed is like it seems as though a lot of people want to recommend what's cool and what's popular on the market versus actually like taking the time to get to know the customer and like what they're looking for and um, kind of asking what their taste is like, you know, it. a lot of people, if they're into the fruitier things or if they're into something more dank and like skunkier smelling and like, 
you know, asking little questions like that helps you navigate like where or like kind of find something that can work for them and in the way that they want it to. And I've had so many customers come back and be like, whoa, like what you gave me was what I was looking for. Like that hit. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And it wasn't even the most expensive thing on the shelf because I'm not trying to make money here. I want you to get the product that you need because that's what you came here for. <laughs> and, it, and it feels good because I yeah. can say that for sure just from a bartending background, you know, yeah. when you make somebody the right drink, the right thing, and they come back in like, I want, and then like somebody else will try to make it. Like, no, I want Jack to make it. He made it good. Yeah. Like, I guess the little things like that gives you a little and boost. And people like, get right. kind of jealous about that too. And they're like, well, why? You know, it's like, well, you know, maybe you should like pay attention to their needs and like, you know, and don't it's acting out of service, not for like yourself. If you're going at it for the tips or like going at it because you want to sell out this jar so that you get to take it home at the end of the night, then like you're clearly coming from the wrong place, you know. Um, but if you're coming at it from like, hey, I want to help people and like this is a product I believe in, I think it will help them then you know you're gonna sell shit like crazy and people will trust you and trust is the most important thing out of you know they're trusting you to literally get high like that's a big responsibility you know like you're in control of their high you know and i always told people like well you know where to find me come back if you don't (laughs) like it but i know you will And I think it's like it's the confidence in knowing that they're going to enjoy it because you took the time to like ask them the right questions. And all of those things are like so important. Yeah, it's, it's the little details that make, you know. Yeah. And also like having having knowledge about it yourself, too. Like also like why are you smoking, too? Like what are you what do you need it for? Like are you you know, doing it more recreationally? Are you doing it to like, you know, suppress some things? (laughs) Are you doing it for pain? Are you doing it for anxiety and like depression? All those things, which, yeah, it's it's a very helpful tool. But even then, you still have to be mindful about like consumption, like how much, how frequently, you know, and I think that's when people start to like get into dabs. And there's like, people doing like 28 gram dabs and it's that like what the fuck? well that's like so not necessary like the human body was not meant to have that much much concentrated weed at one time like it's not that's, necessary uh, i'm a it's like what what are you trying to achieve and now forevermore until you like let go you have to keep up with your tolerance that you've like built you know and also um the effects of dabbing too like you can get this crazy stomach disease like where it's like it causes vomiting and like it causes your like stomach to like you know oh, was that quiver. the uh, okay like the cannabis hypermesis syndrome yeah, basically. I've heard about? and it's true it's true yeah, and it's lady. like it is dangerous and like there are a lot of that's why it's like i understand where people are coming from when they like you know, want to think of like the stereotypical stoner, but I've had a lot of like adults where I was like 19 and I like got a lot of 30 year olds to smoke weed for the first time. But it was because like they trusted me to like make sure that a I wasn't giving them too much because <laughs> I know how much it is. You know, the game. You know? Yeah. Like <laughs> if you're like going to share that experience with someone, you need to make sure that you're kind of not like babysitting them, but like 
you're now in charge of like their highs. So you need to like kind of make sure it's a good one. <laughs> like keep your vibes high, like make sure you're in a mental state to be like helping someone through their mental state. Well, I, I, had know? A, I had Gio on the podcast who started a channel called Bacon and Baking. And he, he's like, I think anybody that wants to do psychedelics should smoke a strong sativa first. I was like, yeah. I, I was like, that's a pretty interesting thought, man. I kind of like it. Actually, that's true because you know what? Uh, which I I love consciousness and spirituality and all of those things, and I believe that like in like the third dimension, fourth, fifth dimension, and I think fifth dimension is all about love and and like being true, genuine, like conscious creators and like literally manifesting your desire and like getting things a lot quicker than you would have thought possible before like things that you thought were impossible you like are like no why not and then you you achieve those things but it's all it's a level of perception it's not like an actual like difference in like going to another dimension it's like no it's a higher level of thinking and and that energy radiates like you're saying too. yeah like, you yeah can like it. you can and you will attract people too not always great ones because you know like lights attract moths but like <laughs> um but you know you attract people who might need what you're giving off and they might be inspired by it as well but that's a whole lesson in itself of like learning how to protect your energy and like learning uh how to place boundaries especially when you're learning how to like love people unconditionally you have to like learn that you can love them and still like love them from a distance <laughs> and like love yourself enough to like love them from afar maybe you know in some in some cases and or just learn like okay where am i giving too much with this person and i think that's true spiritual maturity is like owning yourself owning your emotions owning your thoughts and being able to be like hey where where did I give too much with this person and you know how can I make sure that I'm not giving too much so I don't get mad at them for it and resent them for giving me giving too much you know yeah, it's and it's like walking a line it's a it's a hard thing to do but you know, it's if you it, it takes practice, just like anything. And like if you're able to do that, then you're literally able to stay calm in any situation and assess it and respond instead of react. And people say like nothing in life matters, but it does like every single thing you do. It matters to you. It's going to have, you know, I believe in law of attraction and it's like just like karma, you know, whatever you put out is going to come back. And if you're being careless, then it's going to have a careless result. <laughs> but if you're like being attentive and, um, you know, acting with intention in every moment, then it's going to have, you know, the desired outcome, basically. And easier said than done. But like you do that within every situation and forgive yourself for every time that you don't do that. <laughs> And like w with all, you know, this spiritual yeah. uh, aspects and stuff, do, do you find that weed helps you like kind of tap totally into that better? Weed totally connected me to that 1000%. I would, 
my parents were Christian and I don't I'm not like religious. I would definitely say I'm more spiritual, but I think that religion has a lot a lot of um a lot of words that have a lot of energy, like a lot of spiritual energy to them and like good spiritual energy, you know? It's all just like intent and how it's applied you know and I think a lot of um I think the bible was honestly more of like a history book and kind of just showing us like what's going to go down and like people kind of took things a little too literally and there's a lot of metaphors in there just like there is in life because there's everything is a lot more connected than people want to believe and when you smoke weed <laughs> it literally says like you start making connections and sometimes they're like oh you're making connections that aren't there but I honestly I don't agree with that I think like you could be um, allowing yourself to feel uh, like a little too much or getting your imagination wrapped up in your emotions and letting that kind of carry you away. But I think the whatever you feel is typically valid and it's just an indicator to show you like what you want and what you don't want. And like, it's just your, it's your guide, you know, your intuition. You and take a and step if back people, sometimes. if people actually listen to that and stopped trying to like think about things so logically all the time, like it's a mix, it's a balance of both, but like, you can't always assess things logically. Like sometimes you just have to take a breath and be like, okay, like how do I want this to go? And I need to like get rid of any doubts that it's going to not go that way, <laughs> you know? True that, true that. And I think like cannabis, honestly, like I was concerned that I was going to turn into like, a, like I was really lazy before, honestly. Like my mom, like growing up, my mom was like literally like nothing, nothing could motivate me. And I started smoking when I was like 13. So um, I've been smoking for like 10 years now. But um, I don't know. It's it's I honestly it helped me get into working out. Um, it helped me like stop drinking so much because I moved to Mexico and I lived in Cancun. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You lived in Cancun? Yeah. In That's Cancun. crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I was uh so I was born in Hawaii okay. and then uh I was born in Kauai and then moved to Maui when I was like 4, moved to North Carolina when I was 10, um and then my parents moved me to Cancun when I was 15. So, yeah, huge change. And um I was already like crazy and having fun, but like, you know, they they didn't tell me that we were moving there either. Like they told me when we got there for dinner cuz my dad had been commuting and he accepted another job out there. I thought we were just going for the summer and then going to move to like California or Arizona or something. So I only had two suitcases and <laughs> we got there and they took me out to this nice dinner and told me and I like went to the bathroom and like cried. I'm like, all right, so they don't care what I want. So I'm going to like do whatever I want. That's just like teenage toxic thinking, of course. But like, um, it was it was crazy. And I like ended up getting my GED and like leaving school at 16. And I made this whole PowerPoint for my parents to like become Damn. a DJ and sell timeshare and like all this stuff. And um, I my last <laughs> my last night before or my last 
day of school, the night before, my friend and I actually went out and we partied with the chain smokers when I was like 16 and we were like taking shots from the bottle, <laughs> like backstage with them and like out till like four or six in the morning. And then like I went to school, like still drunk <laughs> a little bit, which I had never done that before. But like it was I was I was starting to party a lot more. And then I knew I needed to have my fun because I told my parents I was going to grow up after that. So <laughs> Uh, once I moved and then after that we moved to Cabo when I was 17 and so oh, I, I started selling timeshare out there I got hired at 16 and then uh, I worked for like two different companies out there and like I was really good at sales I was like number eight out of 45 sales reps and I was only like uh, closing front ends of the deals so <laughs> I was doing I was are you doing still in that well. game at all um, no, I mean, I definitely have a lot of connections to timeshare. My dad is actually now helping people get out of their timeshares because <laughs> he's been in the business for like a long time. Okay, Because Airbnb's probably changed a yeah. lot of that. I mean, honestly, there's it's just like everything in the world like it there. It could work for some people, but then other times there's a lot of scamming possibilities. Oh, I, you know, I think there's a lot of reputable companies and there's a lot of really great resorts and there's a lot of amazing programs that work for people who have the money. But I don't know. Personally, at the end of the day, I think like I don't see the point in investing like in your vacations in the future. Like I say, like spend that money when you have it, you know, yeah, invest in something <laughs> like, that, can, that can grow. For yeah. You. Like invest in something that can grow so you can have money to like take all the vacations you want. Like if you have that much money, like invest it or fucking donate it, you know, but like people don't even know what to do with their money. And that's why like sales people are like, shit, I'll help you. You know, like this is a great payday for me. And, you know, I don't blame them. It's their livelihood. But and it's like the way the economy was set up. But <laughs> I just I literally like I can't sell something I don't believe in. And at that point, I had become a lot more uh, a lot more spiritual. I was totally trying to find myself and like trying to figure out what was what. I actually like got really into conspiracy theories. My dad had been into to it since like 2008. And uh, I actually told like one of my conspiracy theories when I was working. I first worked at a dispensary when I was 19. And okay. I told this like director that uh, did the show Disjointed on Netflix. Okay. And I told him all my conspiracy theories and he uh, he put it in one of his episodes like at like like a different way of telling it but like in a cartoon like abbreviated version of basically everything i told him and that was like the last episode that aired so i was like so you're collecting your royalties you're saying no no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no but uh i'm just like whoa that was crazy and then it was I, i'm not surprised that like they didn't let him have another chance to air after that i mean the show probably wasn't getting the best ratings anyways but that you know that I, I need to catch it i i, I didn't watch it at all it's uh it's pretty funny it's it's slapstick but it's uh there's some funny humor to it i think it's a little exaggerated uh a little exaggerated humor on like what it's like at a, at a dispensary and there's a lot of people who would be like oh my god that's so not what it's like plus it's a lot different now than how it used to be. It used to be way more chill. I mean, there's trap shops where you can go and chill and like smoke no, inside. That, sorry to hop yeah. in there real quick. And I've said this before on yeah. podcasts. 
that is um, still blows my mind when I'm going around talking to different dispensaries. I don't even know how they're still around. That's, there's like, because I'll but go on weed maps. And not just that, but the amount of uh, of products that they have. Like they have like Cheetos, Sour Patch Kids, Skittles. Like Yeah, you know when you start seeing and, a bunch of that shit, you're of like, like uh, Of like a thousand milligrams yeah, which too. Is, like, which is just bullshit. Whoa. But I, I haven't tried any of that. I'm just kind of like laughing at the fact that it's even around. And then they'll sell like fake Stizzy Pods and shit like that too sometimes. But I've also been to some fucking fire. fire well, I, I like some of them for their shops. flower. But yeah. like, and then like- I, I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, I went in there and one guy like hooked it up. He like- had all like I was like I need two ounces like I need to stock up like and he was like hooked it up with all these different basically a cosmopolitan of all the different weed he had left but it was like purple flower Shit. and like really bag, just huh? really good really good flower and I was like thanks that was nice <laughs> necessary <laughs> yeah like I, I still can't wrap my head around they must be getting kick somebody must be getting kickbacks or something and I'm not against yeah. it fully either you know I know there's a lot of things that have happened with legalization that I left think- some of the black market kind of yeah. up in the air so i'm not it's just kind of hard sometimes for the legal shops to like they have to pay so much so many fees and taxes and stuff but and but, the regulations i don't know i don't know how i feel about i mean i don't i don't i don't think it's a big deal to get your stuff tested but like i i don't trust like with the gmo stuff that's out there like i just feel like people are trying to add a certain it just it seems a little you know, because that's what sells. Like, like they could, they can make money off of it. Yeah, like, and oh, there's like a lot of pharmaceutical companies that bought like seed patents, and you know they're hiding their names. So that's, that's a why whole other crazy. I know. Part. Well, and that's why I'm like, I it's exciting to see how big the cannabis industry is, but like there's so many people who like still don't know, and they're still. I feel like they care too much about their brand partnerships and like what they get out of it and stuff like that versus like actually educating people on cannabis and like how to use it and ways to use it and (laughs) making that like you know a real thing and not just like this whole original culture of like I don't know I feel like they kind of cheapened cannabis because there was a lot of people who would smoke it like in a very cosmopolitan high fashion way like since the 20s so I don't you know I don't know where this whole like cheapened version of cannabis came about you know when you say cheapened you mean like i don't know it's just like it looked like some some of some of the stuff is just like tacky i'm just like it's like it doesn't seem high quality it doesn't it just seems like especially with vapes a lot of times yeah it seems like like the mcdonald's and burger burger kings of like cannabis you know what i mean like i'm just saying like this is like this is the air one of cannabis. <laughs> and that, <laughs> you know? and that, well, that's where it's like kind of a joke that we've made before is like the distillate is like the pink slime yeah. sometimes. It, literally. Yeah. Well, it's... and that's the thing. And, and 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 I'm not saying it to like, you know, it's not about it's not like a like a bougie okay. thing. Yeah. I'm not saying it to be like, oh, you should only spend money on expensive products. No, you should do your research and uh you know see what the companies like what are you putting in your body you know like think about that you know what are you smoking on that's literally going in your lungs that's how you breathe that's how you are alive (laughs) like you should be conscious of those things you know not just like 
oh, this is a cool product. You know, they have a good uh, packaging and uh, I've heard a lot about it, you know, whatever. And I just kind of want to get fucked up and whatever. And that's the sad fact, honestly. There's like, and that's what I really don't like about social media is there's like so many stars out there and they're like, well, I just do this for money. And it's like, <laughs> Yeah, okay, like, but are you not thinking about the social impacts that you have and like, you know, what the content that you're putting out there and the fact that it's going to have an impact on not just like your generation, but like a lot of younger generations and like they're going to think that that's like normal and like they're, they'll be desensitized to it without like knowing the context of what you're putting out there, you know? Yeah, they'll just catch one off piece. And it's like, yeah, and it's hard too. And that's where I'm like fully open with everybody and all yeah. the content I've done. And that's why I laid off reviews in general mm -hmm. because I felt like I hit a certain point mm -hmm. where I was trying these edibles, tasting them. And I'm like, this 30, 40 milligrams of these edibles all seems to hit about the same. Literally so it's just like, the same. it's basically just a taste factor it's is what most people. Literally, that's it. That's why I'm like, okay, yeah. Okay, that stuff is fun every now and then it's like dessert like you know yeah. have treat yourself every now and then but that's not like w water that's not what you should be consuming every day you know yeah <laughs> like all day every day you and know yeah, like when i've showed these pictures of like you know to certain people like bud tenders are pretty knowledgeable for the most part that i've ran into mm -hmm. most of them are really knowledgeable but it's like there are those people that i still run into that are just customers like they'll be like yeah. oh jack like even family and friends will be like oh so what are you selling and i'll be like ask them like have you ever heard of distillate they're like no and like some of these people are pretty big stoners like yeah they're like or i'm or i know not that they're, they've heard of distillate but i'm like do you know what's how distillate's made know. and yeah. they're like oh no not at all and i explain it and then they're like oh yeah like i'm I'm ingesting or eating that all the time like mm -hmm. and, it, and it goes it goes back like i know but i think they don't even that's that's what that's uh actually that's the project that i'm working on right now that's uh oh yeah yeah, yeah let's, let's that's, hear it. that's kind of like a secret i'm not gonna like say the name or anything oh, but you, like definitely you know you. keep no keep an eye out because it's something that i'm really excited about but i'm I'm going to be uh, launching my own uh, subscription-based website and NFT. But, okay. Um, that I, game is crazy right now. I know. And that's why I like, you know, it's now's, now or never, <laughs> right? Like, honestly, if you're going to do it, do it now. But um, I really kind of just want to help people. I, I want to I was like thinking about it from an intellectual property standpoint, like how can I help the world and help myself at simultaneously? Actually, that's I brought I took a picture of it. Um, nice. There's this word called Ikigai and it's uh, Japanese and it's like something for like um, your life purpose, basically. And it's a combination of what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for and what you're good at. And then a combination of what you love and what you're good at is your passion. Combination of what you're good at and what you're paid for is your profession. And then a combination of what you're paid for and what the world needs, that's your vocation. What you love and the, what the world needs, that's your mission. And then a combination of all of those things, that's your life purpose. And it's like funny because the world is so conditioned on choosing one path. And like, I can't even tell you how many times people have told me like, Taylor, you're doing too much. And I'm like, nah, you're, you're not doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a song that goes like that now. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm bitch, I'm doing too much, but you're not doing enough. Like, 
<laughs> but yeah, it's it's, like, it's true. It's like it goes back to what you're saying earlier. Just trusting your yeah. I'm not doing these things because it's like I'm not doing it for any other reason than because it's my passion and it's what drives me. And I'm like, okay, I can help others, make money, do what I love and what I'm good at. Like, what a dream. That's literally what everyone in the world wants to do. And it's like they can do it. It's just like. The way society has been structured is like there's going to be a lot of naysayers out there and like your job is to like literally like you can't cry about it. Like a lot of people are not going to be okay with what you want to do in life, but you kind of have to say F you and do it anyways, you know, ask for for uh, forgiveness, not for permission, you know. And honestly, I think a lot of people like if you were if you're doing all of the things that you love and making money at it and you know that you're like giving back to people in a certain way, then you're not going to like grow, have money and like feel empty inside, you know, like and you never know how when you're on your like path like that, you never know how it's mm-hmm. going to end up. Like, for instance, like, yeah, I feel like I'm like at exactly that spot right now. And I feel so yeah. fortunate because my life has worked out in a weird way. Like I was selling. But it's because you're following it. I was selling weed before I did this. I was doing video content. Like I have a bartending background and now I'm selling the Piruana now. And it's all kind of accumulation of this journey that I've taken. It all like evolved and kind of combined. And that's what it is. And that's why you're happy and you feel fulfilled and you're going to be able to make money at it, you know, because it's not about the money for you. It's like it's going to be about doing all those other things. And then the money just like kind of comes because you've learned how to have fun making the money, not like just getting it, you know? And that's the difference. So, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to like, I just want to give people advice because I know that I've been searching for a while and it's like, I don't want to give it in a preachy way. You know, there's so many self-help people out there that are like, I can help you. I can help you. Buy my course for $299. Yeah. And I'm like, ew, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, What I want to do is like make a subscription like based community where you can subscribe. And then there's also other people in the community that are invested in what I'm, you know, sharing or creating. And I'm just like kind of helping people hold accountability and like, you know, helping I think the problem is, is like we have this Internet now that you can literally have all of the answers at your fingertips, but no one knows the right questions to ask. And that's the problem. And for a long time, I was always trying to be like to everyone, like, are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? And everyone's like, no. Like, what are you talking about? And then recently I like saw something that was like said that my intuition is like a gift meant for me and like not everyone's gonna like you know get it and I'm like all right that's cool but never underestimate the power of like planting a seed you know so I'm still gonna like do my best to show people what I can and like I'm just passionate about it because like I want people to live a healthy and happy life and like live forever like why wouldn't you want that you know but not just like living and like not doing anything like fucking live your life like go travel go listen to music dance like you know fight break up whatever like just live like stop being so scared to feel and I think that's a huge problem in society now too is like it's easy to get caught in a loop yeah well they've They've uh, compartmentalized everything and they act like, you know, nowadays with gender fluidity and stuff like that, which I'm not mocking it. I agree. It's like, but it's to me, it just seems like such a basic concept. Like, duh, (laughs) everyone should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. But like, why do you have to like, 
you know, why should everyone else have to like comfort you and your decisions towards that? You know, like that's your choice. Go, good for you. Go do that. You know, but I'm going to be over here doing whatever I want to do as well. Yeah, respect. You know, and it's like, that's how it should be. It's like, I'm not judging you. And, you know, like, so don't judge me for the way I want to live my life, you know? And I think if we were it's all... It's an interesting time right now we live in for sure. Definitely. And I think a lot of times people are scared to be vulnerable and say what they're actually feeling. And I um, am clear, what's it, clairsentient. So I can like pick up on people's energies and if you like look it up I finally did for the first time and it was like um basically that you can tune into their vibration and it was like aka telepathy and I've had so many friends that are like we'd smoke together and then they'd be like get out of my head (laughs) I'm like I'm not in your head like I'm just I'm in your heart (laughs) like and I think like it's 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 scary to feel like trust me I have uh, I still have problems like communicating like how I feel at times because it's scary and it's weird that like like movies and books like everything since I've grown up like I've seen people have problems expressing themselves in certain emo- in certain ways and if you're watching from a third party perspective you're like well why like why is that so hard for you to say but unless you're in that moment it's like those fears are real but you still have to like conquer them and you need to say what you need to say because I also believe in chakras and like your throat chakras like it's important if you don't say certain things like it's all of your chakras and that that's what brings me to health and the whole interconnectedness of all of that honestly it's just like uh, if you don't speak your mind and like if you don't speak what you need to, I have a friend that's literally doing like a documentary on this and her grandma got throat cancer. And it's like healing, like any illnesses in the body started on a higher realm, like any problems you that. have, like any conflicts you run into on a day to day basis, that's your energy that has manifested. That is the even law of like even like a freak accident. You a think freak is accident, you think everything can be I summed up. I honestly think I honestly think everything happens for a reason. Okay. I honestly think that, and I think that like even a freak accident, it's meant to teach you something in some sort of way. Like you either maybe you were having a problem like appreciating life or your loved ones or the fact that you can walk or the fact that you can love. You know, like you could have been taking something for granted and that was there to show you you know like the universe was like so perfectly orchestrated there are no accidents there really isn't and like people are going to get mad about that because like i'm on the i'm i I could like i kind of think that and sometimes i don't like i just think that i just don't know like i I can't say it definitively i think definitively i think that like even really i think because I don't see it as like this is our only life. I believe in reincarnation. Like I think I've I've been on this planet many times before, you know, in a weird if you want to go there. But like let's I, go, let's I go. honestly, yeah, right. And I, I just I I believe that like when someone dies, they're actually gonna be more present in your life than they were before. Like you're gonna think about them more and you're gonna feel their energy around you. It's like we the are we are not um humans like we are like spiritual beings having a human experience like we're just here to like 
experience what it's like to feel all these things and to like do all these things and acquire all of these things and you know to see what the the you know live it out you know because you you do it's a cycle and it's never ending either and that's why I believe in karma and like the people who think that you know nothing matters in life it's it's like that's a very direct reflection of self-worth and it's like you're not believing that you're worthy of having a life worth living you know and and that's a hard truth pill to swallow like and I only say these things because it's like I've been depressed I've like you know had intense emotions and like gone through really intense experiences from like a young age, honestly, like I think the past six years of my life was I had a whole other like just experience of craziness and like life lessons, though. But I saw them as that, you know, I'm like and and that's I think what made the difference and how I learned a lot quicker than most people may have, because I was like, OK, not why is this happening to me, but what is this trying to teach me? And like, how can I learn from this? How can I be a better person? Like, I literally do wake up every day and I'm like, how can I be a better person? You know, what what can I improve on? What am I doing wrong? And sometimes I do it a little too much and I'm like way too hard on myself and I just need to chill the fuck out. And that's why I smoke weed. <laughs> and I think that's most people's problem. It's because- It's a balance. It's so hard for, and for the, me sometimes. And I, just work, I, I know I'm a workaholic. Yeah. So that's that's my issue that I'm always trying to work on. Yeah. Is like, but I like what but I do. It's, it's you're, you're passionate about it, but as long as you value- the rest that you catch up on after oh, yeah, you absolutely. go through those periods of working really hard. That's you know? the key. Yeah. That's what I look so, forward like, to. So like if you, you know, Family it doesn't time. matter. Like as long as you know how to balance it, it doesn't really matter which way you want to balance it out. That's going to be a case by case basis. And like, you know, it's going to differ per person. Like sometimes I'll stay up till 10 in the morning working on shit. And then other times I'll go to bed at 10 at night, you know, and like I'll sleep when I need to, you know, and I'll be up when I need to. And I'll I think it's not about motivation because like, yeah, it's like it's you do have to learn how to have self-discipline and motivate yourself on the days that you're not feeling inspired. But I feel like inspiration is the most important thing because you if you're not feeling inspired about a project you could work on it for like 10 hours and still not get a desired outcome whereas if you are feeling super inspired you could work on it for an hour and get exactly what you need out of it you know and it's like procrastination is real but like it's not a bad thing <laughs> and it's actually like your body telling you that you're not in the mood to do that you're not in the right frame of mind and like there's ways to help yourself get in the right frame of mind but it's like it's because some there's like a certain amount of resistance that you have towards that project you know like you really want to get it done see that's where like i don't know though because i feel like i the things that i push back and procrastinate uh -huh. are stuff that i don't want to do that too is you know like like i don't want to do my laundry like i'm gonna push do, it off one more day but you want you you want to get it done but you don't want to do it and that's how i am too like with cleaning oh my god with like sweeping and mopping my floors that's like the perfect example is like i only want to do it after i've cleaned everything else in my house and that's like an excuse that i get myself to like not do it because i'm like well not everything else is done you know but it's like that's okay because it's like okay you know 
your laundry's not done, but you're alive and it's a beautiful day to be alive. And sometimes if you're like not feeling like doing something, do something that you really, really, really want to do. Like let yourself get inspired to like go do something that's exciting that you weren't even planning on doing that day. Like go to the beach or like go, you know, go read a book, go to the park, go do something and like go in your car and like listen to music, go pick up a milkshake. I don't know. Do something that's like, (laughs) just do something that's like, (laughs) just do something that's like exciting for you. And then you'll be like, you'll be out and about and then you might get uh, inspired to do that thing that you didn't want to do earlier. And I've also realized, though, too, as well, um, kind of a different side of it is like when I've forced myself to do stuff, Mm -hmm. I've come out with done some of my best stuff. Like when I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this like a video every day. So it's like there's always that once like the balance aspect is like sometimes the pressure pushing of it can be fun yeah the pressure of it can be really fun sometimes but then yeah it's like the the balance like making sure you don't you don't burn yourself out at least you know yeah my my uh good buddy dave used to wear a shirt his mom made him and it said uh procrastinators unite tomorrow <laughs> i always thought that was a, i always thought that was a pretty funny shirt that's good that's good i had another friend that had like um like a shirt about ocd and it was like odc and it was like it's spelled the right way <laughs> something like that that's oh, funny yeah I it's, like it's funny because i think everybody is kind of like ocd in a way about something about certain OCD. things in their lives yeah i'm very ocd i'm like weird about it but like that's the that's actually a cool thing too is uh, I think there's like a random number on it too. I think if you move like 29 objects in a room, you're changing up the energy in the room. And I like get like ADD sometimes and I'll be like just moving shit around, like not even a lot, just like a little bit. Or, you're like, making me want to like... rearrange right now. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'll just like fix things, you know, just the way that I wanted it. And then I don't know, after a while, I feel like it, it does change up the energy 100%. in the room and it kind of helps you think better. It's like, you know, if you don't know what to do, then just kind of start moving, cleaning stuff up and it cleans your mind for real. And with that, too, like I found myself except in this place I'm in now because I kind of have my little studio set up. Like I realized in the past, like I I move my room around like. Oh my god! Three me times, too. A, like, like four times a year, maybe. Like <laughs> I have to rearrange it's it just fun. for that new vibe in there. Like, yeah. okay, I got a new spot going it's a little fun. bit. Yeah, it's like it's not even intentional. Sometimes, like you're just trying to move some stuff to like actually clean, like deep clean, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna like move this around, and then yeah, it's, then, it's fun. Then it gets real. You gotta keep the energy. You gotta keep the energy fresh. You know, because if it's stagnant, then it's like stale energy, and that's why I do like. I honestly never realized the importance of like saging and incense every day, but like I've been religious about that lately. Because, it's funny. I was like, just about to ask you that about religious sage. about it lately because, uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I feel like I've definitely like my spirituality has been more heightened. Like I feel things a lot. Like I've totally <laughs> been way more emotional than I was ever like comfortable with before, but I'm like, whatever it is, what it is, I'm human and that's cool. <laughs> so yeah, you seem deep in you're, you're deep in spirituality. Yeah. I mean, I am yeah. too, I feel like in no, general, but not yeah. as deep as you. I feel like you've nah. done a lot of reading too, to know, to like, it's funny. Cause like I've actually, that's a funny fact. I've, uh, <laughs> I've never finished a book in my life. What? Never finished I, a book in my life. That's, that's a funny fact. <laughs> like I, everything i learn i'll like i've watched through movies like online articles like but like i'll do like reading online i just 
I don't know what it is about books. Like, and that's why I've actually, I'm starting, I'm trying to start a I'm YouTube channel. I'm an audible person. <laughs> yeah, that's how I just learn like visually and through audio and like kind of like doing my own little research. Like I could spend hours reading articles as long as the information's different, you know? But I feel like what I don't like about books is it's just too drawn out. Like I'm like, okay, but I... I know a lot about books for someone who's never really read that many, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't read one in a long time. And then, I mean, it's still not reading, but like Audible mm -hmm. like has changed my world because no, I'm driving around so counts. much. I'll throw, <laughs> I'll throw a book up. I feel like I have to listen to it maybe twice to be like reading it once. To, I don't like, know. I've always been pretty like, audio, auditory learner. In. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. Um, but I... I that's why I actually wanted to start a YouTube channel where I would just sit there and like read because I was like that would get me. You know what? Like, I want to do I want to do a YouTube series called the um, like just like the Stone Book Club. Mm -hmm. I was thinking just even the audible books that I've listened to like, oh, just do a little snippet, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, here's what I've listened to this past couple months. Here's well, yeah, little that's summaries. What I'm saying. Like I wanted to share books that or like cliff notes. So what I I feel like. Uh, TikTok and all of these, uh, you know, all of these social medias and like just I feel like it's a plan. Honestly, they have a plan and I can see it working very well with with youth. And like it makes me kind of sad. But I'm also like, OK, I'll take your plan and I'll, <laughs> I'll raise you this because I, I love actually watching salespeople because I'm like, you didn't sell me, but thank you because you showed me a new tactic, <laughs> you know? And um, I kind of want to just like trick people into being healthy and like trick people into like wanting to learn and trick people into like wanting to do things that are going to help them and help their lives and help heal their relationships with their families and their friends and like with themselves and actually become more in tune with who they are and what they want because there's so many people out there who get jealous and angry and bitter because they're not doing what they want to do because no one ever told them that they can do that you know and like it's not like they should need the permission but like like society definitely has some serious impacts on like wanting people to like look at you know if you look back at history nothing has really changed in the past like like 300 years you know <laughs> like you're saying like human humans in general like principles with, with, or with government like look back at I'd, i like to watch a lot of really old movies like of versailles times and like um like Marie Antoinette and Anne Boleyn and like I really love history and um the King's the King James Bible was like the the last Bible before they started like altering it it was like probably the truest text and like Book after that after yeah basically <laughs> and like after that that's when I mean on a darker subject people can look into it but uh they started harvesting adrenochrome in like the 1600s and um, some vampirism and just like kind of like the eugenist society of like people wanting to control the population and like use them for slaves, essentially. And if you look at our lives, like a lot of people's lives were, were slaves to the system, like your taxes, you literally get taxed on like the food you make, the, your income, your house, like everything you do is being taxed. And then like, where does that money go? Like even right now, I heard there's like we give like three point eight billion dollars a year to Israel, which, you know, they have a better life 
set up than we do which you know good for them but like why are we sending our money over there when there's like so much <laughs> that we could do with it over here you know yeah it's a, it's all yeah i don't i mean that's a whole other topic which i don't i, I know it's heavy but no I, no no I'm, I'm down to get i'm down to get heavy yeah. um but yeah it's just yeah i don't know there's so much stuff out there like i didn't know that well it's like i hear shit's yeah, like every and what's day interesting like, i didn't know is that. like think about that is like 3.8 billion dollars you could literally take um like like literally five startup projects that people have created to like clean up the oceans <laughs> literally in five years the oceans could be cleaned up like all of the trash like this amazing guy created this invention and i think they already have one like kind of floating out there but like what the, what the heck like where is all of this just greed at it's the end all of the day. going Money. towards wars and it just makes no sense like why and ha for how long like why are we even okay with this you know like and what you know people act like they want to change but they don't want to learn anything and learn how they can change it you know and that's like they don't maybe they don't know where to start and that's fine and well i was just about to say that the I don't, the thing how it sums down to me is like you cannot at first only really can control that many variables that are close you like you have to start somewhere to start changing like yeah people wanted to start changing all the big shit but you got to change your own shit first yeah that's the thing too it's like imagine that imagine that concept if everyone in the world just you know took a day and they're like what what do i need to work on within myself before i judge anyone else or the problems that exist in the world like what could i do better on today how could i be a better human how could i be a better civilian like and if everyone did that imagine the change like literally that's what i say to people all the time like if you the, people have it really backwards about like being selfish and like what self-care is and you know being a good person and all of this stuff and that's what I was talking about boundaries earlier it's like you need to give to yourself before you give to anyone else and it sounds selfish but it's not true I mean that's not true because if you think about it like just like on an airplane, like you have to put on your safety mask before you help anyone else. How can you help them if you're passed out? Yeah. Yeah. We're bringing it, bringing it full circle here today on that, on yeah. that topic there. So yeah. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, we got, we got deep today on this show for everybody <laughs> for real. I yeah. Know, just just as we wrap up here, like, thank you. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's cool to hear that and get a, you know, get spiritual, you know, Yeah. It, because I'm... it's, I feel like everybody, you know, everybody has thoughts like that or like yeah. similar thoughts of their own spirituality or just but what they want to do. But anytime anyone tries to mention it, it seems as though like um, they'll have someone kind of be like, oh, you're crazy or whatever. Like I remembered when I first started getting into synchronicities, all of my friends would like start laughing at me for it and they'd be like, oh, Taylor, four, four, four. And then they started seeing that shit and like people are always going to hate whoever, well, not like hate, but like they're always going to like feel some type of way towards someone who's doing something that's different from what everyone else is doing. They're like, well, why can't I do different things? Real you know? talk, real talk. You you heard it here first on the True Bud Show podcast, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, of course, of course. We'll, we'll get some more going, some more collabs on your YouTube channel yeah, or something. So I'd love that. And uh, I, I want to cheers.
This is true buzz that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. From my stones and from my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Uh, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up. Perfect show for my smokers. True buzz. Hey.